Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number five. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Private Practice Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft, your board-certified neonatal podcaster. <laughs> I love how she says that all the time. I really all do. All the time. It's great. So tonight we're going to be discussing um, Season 1, Episode 5 of Private Practice, titled, In Which Addison Finds a Shower Head. Which makes a whole lot more sense now than it did before. When, than it did when we started the episode, which that's just a great title. It is. And I'm going to let Stephanie do a, probably about 75 to 80% of the talking here tonight because of my bronchitis I'm trying to get rid of will not allow me to say more than a few complete sentences before coughing. So I don't know. You're doing fine right now. And I'm going to mute now. <laughs> So, I love this show. I absolutely adore this show. Um, Just, obviously, again, fantastic writing, great ensemble, and... um and I, and I can't wait to talk about it, although I don't really have a lot of notes. Sorry, I'm using my again. bronchial inhaler here. Although I don't really have a lot of notes again. Uh, what do you So th- Why don't you let me take the notes then? You can take notes. No, I actually like you taking the notes. Okay, so um, just because I don't have a lot of things written down doesn't mean I don't have a lot of things to talk about. Yes, this I understand. You know, I work different from you. Well, let's talk so. about, uh, well, where do you want to start? Well, I want to start in which Addison finds a shower head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love Addison. I really do. I'm so glad they brought her out of Grey's Anatomy and and really are able to to um to focus on her and, and just this great character that that they've created. Um in the beginning when we start with the the whole elevator <laughs> Obviously, the elevator was hats off to Grey's Anatomy because all the kinky stuff happens in the elevator over there. Listen to you talking about kinky stuff. <laughs> okay, so how, maybe how not kinky, we, but anyway. This is weird. How are we as, a, as a, a very conservative Christian couple going to possibly pull off talking about this thing in such a non-threatening, non-judgmental, non-holier-than-thou uh, kind of attitude? Talk about what thing? All the things. I mean, well, the first, I think, okay, totally the sexual thing. Um, <coughs> well, it I, was a fantasy. There's nothing wrong with having a fantasy. I suppose it's the acting upon it that. Okay, for for Christian purposes, there is certainly some things that talk about that. It's not only what you do physically, but what you've done in the mind is just as so. Okay. Hello. But in the same way that we have not necessarily gone out of our way to say how I much... I mean, I haven't killed you, but that doesn't mean I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> you know, I just... I, I know I know what you're saying. I do. But again, it's television. It and, is. And you're not going to be able to... You know, there, there's no control over it. Well, there it, is. We could turn it off. But no, the, the whole point, <laughs> the point is, is that, you know, up and to this point. And if you feel the need to, go ahead. No, so. seriously, I understand that. And I, and I totally could. But the point is, is we've we've not made a, an issue of this in the past. You know, it, 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 it is hilarious. It's funny and stuff like that. And sometimes I just wonder. 
I just wonder by watching it, watching it and <coughs> so freely and openly enjoying it if that doesn't just add to the problem sometimes. It, it's just something that these thoughts run okay. through my mind. Not through mine. So anyway, the only thing that I wanted to say about that whole beginning scene was that as soon as she says, as soon as he says that he's attracted to her brain and she says, yes, I'm very smart, you know that it's, well, you, clearly it's just a dream. You knew it was a dream before then because you had mentioned it already. Well, I could just tell. Yeah. It, it was it was different acting than they, yeah. I mean, even at the end when they have their whole little um seductive moment yeah it i mean it, it wasn't written it looked like, like the, it looked painful honestly it did look pretty painful for him especially when she's like thanks for that and turns around and walks away <laughs> it's painful for him at that moment what are you talking about now you're talking about the end you can't just go from the beginning to the end what are you talking the, about thanks for that was at the end of the episode yes it was and you were talking about the elevator scene at the beginning how am I supposed to track along with you if you're going to jump? Okay, you're supposed the- you're supposed to hear the words that I said. I said, in the end, when they were doing the whole seductive scene. Oh, I was talking about the seductive scene. Uh, okay, I was thinking the seductive Sorry. scene in the elevator still. Because your, brain, you were t- <laughs> your brain is very attractive, and yes, I'm very smart. It's not really a seductive scene. Well, there was that whole seductive scene after that. Okay. Oh, oh, I don't okay. Know. Forget okay. it. Forget it. So forget anyway, I just I love the whole. I yes, I'm very smart. That's all I wanted to point out. I thought the, that was the only clever. thing I thought was funny was that the is, fact that these three ladies are in this break room having this very great. awkward conversation about great. Pete and Sam comes in. Please stop talking. What? No, not even that. He listens for a while. Yeah. I mean, he listens for a little while, and then he's. Please stop talking. Yeah. Which they did. They, I mean, they didn't keep on going. Clearly, they were embarrassed. I, I, I totally thought, <laughs> he's so going to tell Sam. He is so going to tell Sam, which he obviously he did. Yeah, well, obviously. You know. So, let's talk about the fact that Violet is over Alan at the beginning of the episode. At, at the beginning of the episode, she was very much over Alan. And I think they ended it with her being very much over Alan. Absolutely. I would agree. <coughs> so, I like that. I did, too. I, I was kind of concerned. I'm like, man, they're so going to bring her and Cooper together now. And then they bring in Goodwin. If, if <laughs> Totally they... ABC reusing actors. Yes, it is. And uh, I, I like that they brought in Goodwin because I'm like, I already hate him. This is cool. <laughs> it is easy for you to get behind that hatred, huh? Right. So, so um, let's explain to folks, Stephanie, okay. uh, who Goodwin is and why we're calling Alan Goodwin. Okay. Well, because he played the... Character of Goodwin on Lost, who was just, uh, um, well, who was he? He was another, and Anna Lucia killed him, period. Enough said. Okay. All right. So, I mean, that's if, who he was. And if you if you don't watch Lost, he was a character. Yeah, he was character was on Lost. On Lost. Okay. And so, if you do watch Lost, you already know. So, <laughs> there's no reason to. Thank you for clearing that up, wonderful woman. Explain. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, anyway. So, uh, are, are we going to talk about uh, Gynergy? Gynergy. I so have Dell on here. Let's talk about Dell. He is, he is so cute because the poor kid. It's his eyes. He's so cute. He's cute, right? Well, yeah. But I, I just mean his character. Yeah, it, I know. I mean, the boy is handsome. I, I'm not trying to be mean. But yeah. 
when I said he's so cute, I meant his character, his personality. I his, understand. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a happy pap. First a happy off, pap. there is no such thing as a happy pap. <laughs> I remember one time I went in for my checkup. And um, I worked for this company called um, Paycor. And we did um, payroll and um, and tax ser- tax services for for um, for businesses. Well, my GYN happened to be a client of Paycor. How this guy knew that? Oh, I guess he knew from my insurance forms that that's where. Anyway, that's what he talks about the entire time. That I and I'm like, just, please, just shut up. This is not a time for words. You know, yeah. there's no such thing as a happy path. No matter what you do, you can't make the woman feel comfortable on that table. You know, it's just it's just not gonna happen. What what did the one lady at the end call it? The lady area or lady lady town? town. Lady town. Lady town. She's like, he is a child. <laughs> a child is not going to lady town. I am so glad that they showed him sticking up for himself. I at did the end. too. As, that was and, really you know, great. That, that's an important thing for anybody in any profession to say. Because I, I struggled with that when I first started selling insurance back 11 years ago. It's like, who wants to buy, you know, life insurance, auto and home insurance from a young kid? And, right. And, and really, 11 years ago, I was, I was. You were a kid. I was a kid. But <clears throat> I was a kid who had studied. I was a kid who was a, probably knew more than a majority of the insurance agents out there that just barely squeaked by and right. did the bare minimums to get their license. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that they showed that because sometimes you need to explain to people, say, listen. You don't know what you're missing. Right. I'm a professional and I, you know, and, and you want to be treated like a professional when you know what you're doing. Right. Absolutely. I, I get I get all of that. His first <laughs> patient was very rude being on the cell phone. Oh, that was so funny. I mean, every he doctor's office. Thing. He dropped the thing. Um, every doctor's office that you go to says, please turn off your cell phone. Well, it's you a know? private practice. Okay. So it is, but it's still rude. It is, oh no! There's it, no doubt that it was rude. rude. It was driving me crazy. I'm it, like, so it was quite annoying. And then the second lady is like, "You're cute." Well, let's go back to the first lady because okay. she was just a plain annoying. She was obnoxious, snotty. I would have been nervous. Yeah, I mean, I was and, uh, nervous for him, and it was television. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know. That was funny. I brought my own pen tonight. I know. Thank you for that. So you know. I don't know if this is the same podcast we talked about it's that. It's not. But that was on Heroes. Oh, see? I these tend people. To, I tend to waste the ink in Cliff's pens by doodling. So tonight I brought my own. Very cool. Thank you for doing that. So anyway, the second lady was just creepy because she's like, you can't touch me. You're just too cute. Unless, Unless you, you want to touch me. That was messed up. Anyway. So, and then we already talked about the old lady calling him a child. So yep. I was really glad, I, again, with you, really glad to see him stick up for himself. I thought that was absolutely adorable. Yeah. And um, anyway, that's, yes, it yes, was fun. Yes. It was fun. So, um, so um, we talked about Violet already. Not all about Okay, well, let's Violet. finish up Violet because I let's like her. Let's finish up because I liked how she started the episode with... Um, I'm over. She started the episode with a Bill Clinton fantasy, which is just a little too much for me. That was a little. Because not only did she, not only did she say that she had, you know, a, a fantasy about him, but she like completely described it in detail. And didn't they have kids together? Well, yeah, they had a child together. I'm like, and, oh my gosh. And then she's like, yeah. So anyway, that was a little that, too much information. 
situation. They totally need to fire great. the person who did wardrobe for the dress at the very end. She really looked pregnant. It, she looked she pregnant. Did. It was messed up. I'm like, hello, what's going on here? Yeah, that that was not a good dress. But I think it's just like the way that the wind got up and and no, because it looked it, it looked really bad when she actually came back to the practice the, to the office. But yes. maybe because you already thought that. So anyway, yeah. I'm over Alan, and then all of a sudden they're going to have coffee, and they're friends. And he's over her house at night? Yeah. He totally had ulterior motives. But yeah, but at the same time, you know, he's like, oh, and we're talking about getting pregnant. Like That's dangerous territory. For him to share his wife's flaws with his ex. You, you, well, number one, it's dangerous territories. Territory. Which we talked about this in another podcast. Yeah, right? I don't remember which one it was, but it's it's stupid mm-hmm. for somebody who's married to have a friend of the of the of the opposite sex that is that either attractive or not physically attracted to them or not. Right. It's just plain stupid. It's not. And we had decide we had talked about that. I think it was Grace. It was Grace because we were talking about George, George and, and Izzy. Izzy. And we, but the thing is, is it's it's not that it's a bad thing or that, that it's a wrong thing. It's just not wise. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just a lot of unwise decisions right. can lead down a road, a slippery slope that can ultimately lead to something that right. you'll regret later. So I was really glad to see her get up and leave. I am. I, I was too. I was too. really glad. And, and I totally get where she was saying to Sam there at the end, you know, can't we just live a life without pain? You know, it, wouldn't that just be easier to have a life without pain? So... Yeah, and and I really like the never fact learn that anything well, the thing it. is, is I I'm glad that Sam said what he did. He's like, you know, yeah. I think pain is what causes us to to grow to grow, and and pain has a lot more just to help us grow, but it help us to it makes us feel it makes us mm-hmm. th- there's a lot to pain it, it it does it moves us forward it helps it us to grow okay it does so um since we were talking about Violet and the whole Alan thing, but I think she ended the episode over, Alan. Truly yeah, I, ready I, to move on from that. I think so. And I'm um, glad that they tied up the possibility of what happens if he were to right. come back. You right. know, and, Because and she's done. Now she's done. Now her and Cooper so are going to start. Him. We'll, we'll go into Cooper. Since okay. We do, do, let's do connected. Cooper now. That's why I said we're going into Cooper. No. Let, let, instead of going into it, let's just do it. I'm just giving you a hard time. If I had something to throw, I know you would throw it at me. Blah 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 blah. Disengage. Disengage. He did a very good job. I think that if he would have, if he would have, what are you (laughs) doing? Your your MacBook is got a magnet in there, and my pen is sticking to it. Really? I didn't know that was magnetized. It's magnetized. See? Are Are you sure it's not the pen that's magnetized? It's not the pen. Well, here, let me see the. Okay. It's not the pen. Okay. Sorry for the tangent. (laughs) Totally distracted. My pen is anyway. Anyway. So, um, had he had he been that? I mean, he has been that person for her all throughout this relationship with Alan. Yes. Yes. Is what we we gather. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, he's fallen in love with her. Obviously. Um, well, because he said so. Because he said so. And um. Had he been that person for her this time, I think that he's just being in her enabler. Enabler. Are you listening? To I me am. I'm. I'm, okay. I'm but, tracking right along. Okay. I'm right there with you. But disengaging gives him the opportunity to gives her the opportunity to come to him, which we see at the end. Yes. Which I think was, and you, you see him kind of um, watching her 
at, it, in Sam's office, you know, knowing that he can't be that that go-to person that he has been in the past. Right. So, anyway. Um, I totally love the I scene love when she they... comes to the apartment and says, why didn't you come rescue me? Right. You why know? didn't you or, come, right, check on me. Well, but same thing. Same thing, absolutely. And, and I love how he doesn't say anything. He just he just opens the door. Yeah. Come on in. And and he so needs to say that. And I even wrote down here, um, just tell her. Just tell her. Just tell her. You know, it, it, you'll all be so much better off in the end. Yep. You know, they'll both they'll both be better off in the end. Um, and then, really, the other notes that I took for Cooper don't really don't really even matter because of where the episode ended with him but right. like he, i i wrote poor guy because he had to stand there and watch her get all giddy over alan showing up mm-hmm. you, knowing that he's in love i mean no man wants to watch the the woman they love get all yeah. you know um excited about another man and then he was snooping to to find out the, <laughs> what was going on what they mm-hmm. were talking about in her office a little snoop uh, needs some beer because you know gonna drown that pain. Mm-hmm. Life without pain. Life without pain. It was a reoccurring theme in this yep. episode. Uh, but I love when he tells her, "Get some help." Yeah. <laughs> Get some help. You know. So anyway, that's all I got about Cooper. Alrighty. What but else I did like the episode where they where they ended him on the episode. Um. Sam, I've only really got two notes down here for Sam. Okay. Okay. The first one is. As soon as he went and met with his patient that that had been admitted to the ER, I knew that something more had happened. Like she wasn't completely letting on, right? What what had happened to her? Yeah, that, that story was thing. kind of like it, that one was out of all the stories in this episode, it was the one that had the least twist, the least turn. It's like you just know exactly where they're going with this entire story from the very beginning. You did until you got until I got to the until we got to the end and you find out that she didn't want to that the wife didn't want to forget for her she wanted to forget for her husband yeah that that's true that was a little bit of so, a, a twist to it, it it was a little twist I mean I'm not saying a big I wow w- but I, I wasn't too keen on that whole ending you know the, the yeah. I I yeah because they made the guy feel like you know you shouldn't be as upset as you are. I mean, I didn't think so. Yeah, I think no. so. I, I, well, just let me finish okay. what I'm saying, and then, then you can give your your thoughts on it. the The thing is, is the guys, the the it's his wife, and she had been physically violated. The house had been violated, and and the guy, I believe, the guy totally needs the ability to react emotionally to that scenario. And by golly, he should be on that phone the next day saying, I'm I'm not going on any more business trips. Now, will sh- should he eventually get to the point where, okay, he realizes that he's not in complete control of every aspect of everything and cannot, you know, 100% protect her all the time? Yeah, absolutely. However, I mean, you the guy's a man and he needs to be able to say, "Hey, I he needs to investigate those thoughts, those feelings, that that anger, that rage, and I don't think that they really valued that enough. They they kind of make him seem, you know, he kind of at the end, it's like you know, kind of rolls up in a little ball, and it's like maybe you need to let her protect you. And it, I just I I was just uncomfortable with the whole way that that ended. It I'm not explaining it well because You're I'm not, not feeling well. But but I just I'm just saying it, the whole scene at the end, I I I got the point they were trying to make, but 
but I think they played it in such a way that I simply just wasn't comfortable with how it ended. Okay. I, I disagree with you, but... Uh, well, tell okay. me what you think, because I'm, I'm well, totally... He- I'm okay. open to it. I want to hear you, what you're thinking. I, I thought that, that they portrayed him <laughs> as a man who, um, w- when he actually found out all that had happened to his wife, uh-huh. that, that he went inside himself, you know, and then... Later on in the office, he said, okay, I'm quitting tomorrow and, and this and that. And and so I think that he had the right emotions. You know, they showed you what they could in the time that they, um, in the time that they devoted to the story and in a 41 minute episode. I will agree with you that that was, I, I think that, I think that they took a very deep topic that would be more of a special victims unit, whatever that <laughs> thing you yeah. watch. What's that called? SVU. Yeah. Law and Order. Law and Order SVU. Yeah. That would be a perfect full-blown episode. And it was. I think it was just in a... Pro- I, I just don't think it was good writing to try to fit that into an episode of Private Practice. I think okay. I think it was just done wrong. Okay. I I, I think I could, I get where they're coming from. See, but I but I still I still think that they did a fine job in the time that they had, because obviously we you know we found out that there was the invasion and then we found out what else happened and then he finds out you know everything else that happened, and um, and they they let him close up and then they let him uh, you know have his emotions, and then she says, but that's not what she needs. She doesn't need him to quit his job, and, and right. you know she needs to know that he's going to be okay and and still be able to help her. So I get that. That's where they're saying, you know, and I totally understand that. Let her protect you, or you know, we'll see that. But that's the part I don't get. Is, is, is they, that the words they use? Something like that. I I, I can't remember I word didn't for delete word. It, so I can go back and listen. But the problem I had was just how wimpy he was at the end, and and I'm not. I, I don't mean, think he was wimpy. I think he felt violated. I think that he felt invaded. Yeah. Be, because obviously his wife was, and I and. I think that they portrayed that correctly. I don't think that they showed him to be wimpy. I think they showed him to be broken. Okay. I mean, you can't tell me that if someone broke into our house and and violated my body and, you know, smacked me around. While the kids you were would, in the house. While the kids were in the house, that you wouldn't feel violated. I, I No, I totally would. And you would feel broken. I think that's what they showed. And I, I think and that they I showed that, that in that moment, she had already had time to process it and start to deal with it. And he was just finding out. And so I so, think that's where they showed her being able to to help him is that she had already processed what had happened. And I I, I think if anything that I think we need, I, I guess the only resolution that I would have liked to have seen that where it was cut off was that after he gets through, you know through this where he comes out and and he says you know he says you know I'm going to go back to work. You, that that's the that that's the part. But I think that they it's assumed, those words weren't spoken. But I think that it's assumed. And and all I'm saying that, is that I wish they would have ended it with a little bit more of okay. Now that you've come to this realization, now that you've come to this conclusion, where do you go from here at, okay. as a man? Well, that maybe that, you'll it, see them next week. Maybe. Okay. One person I maybe don't want to see, see them next week is that stupid chief surgeon that lady. Chief I never want to see her in this episode, in this show again. She drives me crazy. I am she so really sick of her. She is the only person that works at that hospital. She there really is, is not another nurse there. There is not an attending. There are no other staff. There's nothing. 
Just her. She is the receptionist. <laughs> She's the bellhop. I mean, she'll check well, you there in, was check that one, you out. There was that one lady who brought her a file, but she had to yell really loud. So I think she was like across the street or something. I think she worked at the clinic <laughs> next door because it, it's her hospital. And she's like involved in anything. And it's ev- not. It's not. Um, I hate that. It's not. Um, what's the word I want to use? I here? have no idea. Uh, pickle. <laughs> Practical. <laughs> it's, See, it was no, a P. It was a P. No chief would be that involved in absolutely everything from the very beginning. You know, maybe as things got elevated, but not at the very beginning of every case. You know, so it just gets on my nerves. Yeah, it, I I hope they just get rid of her. They're it, not going to. Well, <laughs> they need they need a connection between the hospital yeah, and the practice. I don't care. And I don't so care. She it, is that connection. She, so let's move on. on. Let's talk. I just want to say <laughs> I have no problem with her being. She just cannot be in every single week. Yeah, it's getting on my nerves. It's so okay. unrealistic and just drive. Although I mean, she literally, did have nothing to do. I with, love this. She did have nothing to do with Addison taking the young girl into surgery. She she didn't have oh, any part of that. Yeah, that's because we were getting sick of her already. You know, and I'm surprised we didn't. <laughs> and they write this show to cater to you, right? I, I tell you, what, I love this show. But that is really getting under my skin. Okay, can we move on? We, yeah. we get that. Uh, okay. It's bugging you. It, so. oh, anyway. All right. So let's talk <laughs> about Maya and all that went on with Maya and her friend. Right. Who it was actually what was, who yeah. it was going on yeah. to. Who you it know, was happening to. Right. Okay. Go ahead. No, go you ahead. You started to say something. I was just going to say that... <laughs> You know, you're sitting there thinking at the very end, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, well, it wasn't her. Well, you know, the, I think it's important to realize is like it wasn't her. It wasn't she her. wasn't she was she wasn't telling the truth about her, but she was very much telling the truth about her other her friend, her 13 year old friend. Right. And and every every answer that she gave was kind of like that um, that, you know, she was answering the questions with what she knew about her friend. Right. To kind of gain information and insight as to how to best counsel her, her friend. Her friend. And, and you can see that in hindsight. Yeah, you can you see. You can. Right. But, but what I'm saying is that, it, you know, as disturbing as we thought it was for Naomi's daughter to ha- to be telling these things and have this stuff, it it I, I'm, I'm looking in the chat room and Rakita says she's got daughters and it totally freaks her out. Totally freaks the, me out. Let me tell you, there is if if there's I know that we plug our other podcasts quite all well, actually we don't do it a whole lot. But but sometimes we do. Go to gspn.tv and there is a podcast called My Crazy Life. And I I think we're somewhere up to like 150 yeah, or 160 not a or clue. of some of those episodes. Anyway, when you go and search for episode number six of My Crazy Life. Is that Life, what episode it was? Uh, episode number six. We recorded it back on April 23rd of 2006. Wow. That it, long ago? It was that oh long ago. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And uh, the easiest way to find it, when you go to gspn.tv. Uh, actually, it's real simple. Go to gspn.tv slash 30. That's it. And it was okay. it was the 30th post in here. So gspn.tv slash 30. And you will find an episode titled Sex and the Vagina. Sex and the Vagina. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and can I just read the description from the from that blog entry? Yeah, go ahead. It says, I'm, 
sure it'll it, it, it'll lead where I want to go. So. Okay, it says, in this week's podcast, we talked about a topic that is taboo for many people, especially in Christian circles. Why is it that the talk about sex seems to be viewed as dirty or nasty? We talk about this and the need to talk to our children about the topic of sex. Absolutely. So I encourage so, you very much to go and listen to that one episode and 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 hear about the need to talk to your children about sex. Um, which is what what I you know Naomi and Sam obviously you know have come to the conclusion that they need to talk about sex. She's thirteen and they've not had that she yet. She is thirteen that is and that's a problem because you know pretty soon my daughter is going to be eight. Our daughter is going to be eight in one month from today. She reminded me that today is October twenty fourth and her birthday is in one month. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she wants to make sure everybody knows. So anyway, um, she she's nearly eight, and she knows about um, sex, and she know. I mean, as much as we think that she should know, she knows that she knows that God designed a man's body different from a woman's body, and that when they're married, that they're supposed to be married, that they. Um, they can come together. She knows that ba- how you know. She knows that there is a special way that a man and a woman's body come together um, to create a baby. You know, it's not from the stork. It's not from the store. And you know, um, so I mean, we're very we're very open and honest at age appropriate way with age appropriate ways with our children about sex. Yes, and it, and, it, and even our two year old calls her hoo ha her vagina. Yes. <laughs> You know, we're well, very, she actually we're, calls it her gina. But. She calls it her gina, but she tries. Yeah. And um, but we're very, we're very. <laughs> but I'm almost, pos- <laughs> I'm almost pot- positive she calls the other thing that the boys have a peanut. No, she calls it her. She calls it a penis. But okay. I'll explain that story later. Okay. Um, she she does you know know that brother has a penis, and anyway, um, we're very specific that that our children are going to use the atomically correct words is and that, that and that it's that not the right word yeah <laughs> okay anatomically anatomically correct. correct words and and it's important that that it become you know it, it's important that you be and able to say vagina and, absolutely and we can say penis vagina without, and penis without, without <laughs> laughing i swear we can <laughs> that's hilarious stephanie <laughs> good job uh, thanks i thought it was great penis 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 <laughs> okay that's go. enough um <laughs> you just got me thinking about her little dance she was doing. She was doing. We we were having Bible study in our home tonight, <laughs> and and in in our group there was only one person that actually showed up this evening. Young man, okay. My daughter walks in. She's only got a shirt she's on. Two and a half. She has on a shirt and and and, a, and she's got her underpants on, and she walks into. Who knows the room. where the rest of her clothes were? <laughs> she walks in. And she goes up and gives Stephanie a kiss, and then she turns around and she shakes her bottom. She Wait, goes, no! Shake, shake, Wait. shake, 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 shake your booty. But she puts her hands on it first. She oh, puts yes. her hands back there on her butt and shake your booty, all the way down the hallway. And then which, she says, "Shake my peanut." Which I'll totally explain to you. My my cousin, her um, her daughter's nickname is Peanut. Yeah. Okay. And so we were at my grandma's house, and they were telling us this story about um, about Peanut, is, is what they call her, where she was dancing and she was shaking her booty. And so then everybody started, started encouraging her, going, you know, shake your booty, Peanut, shake your booty. And so that's what our two-year-old has come up with out of that story. Yeah. So, you know, nicknames. Who are you letting these people hang around? I don't know. <laughs> 
you've met my family. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it now. All right. But um but anyway, so we we back to back to private practice. We, oh, that's right. This is the private practice yeah. podcast, not the My Crazy Life show. No. We gotcha. we seriously um seriously felt the need or felt the um the urgency for Sam and Naomi to, yeah. to talk to their daughter about sex. But I think more importantly, I think what we, we saw there is that they need to have a united front. Oh, yeah. They need to come together and talk. I mean, because because Sam says, well, you have the right parts. And she says, well, you got the right parts to tell her what a boy wants. And and so, um, so they're both correct. I mean, the other one has the right parts, but they need to come together united as her parents. They may not be married. They may not be a couple anymore, but they are still very much her parents. I like how they are showing that, you know, because they, they've very much been trying to portray up to this point um, that divorce is totally cool, that it can totally work out and be and the- equitable. Is that the right word? Um, you know, and, and that you can be civilized and that this is... Just very, yeah, they can be very civil, is what Rikita mm-hmm. says in the chat room. Uh, and, and that things can just be okay. And, and right. she even says, you know, I actually think she even likes the fact that her parents she are divorced. Doesn't. No, I, right, it, totally. And, and what I'm, what I loved about this episode is they actually show, it's like, okay, this, you know, and especially when, uh, he says, you know, maybe this isn't. A, maybe I we love need to that quit. he is the one who said it. We need to quit pretending that this is. It we doesn't got, hurt. We got it's, it all yeah. control and yeah. that it doesn't hurt. You know, because and, it does, and you know that they're both hurting, and I think through the hurt is what's going to bring them back together. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> right. Absolutely, and that's as long uh, as they're pretending that everything's fine, they're never going to grow. And right? that's what they they've got in the, the uh, chat so. room here. They were saying the same thing. So, and I yeah. can't even read what you're writing. I know. Pretty nifty. So anyhow. So anyhow, um, I didn't talk about Pete. 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 Let's talk about Pete. Well, really, the only thing, I mean, obviously we had the whole patient thing. I'm trying to think of which one's Pete. He's the really hot one. The really hot one. <laughs> yeah, because that totally describes everybody in the show. Well, I, Sam is Tay Diggs. Yes. Uh, Tim Daly is Pete. Cooper is Cooper. He's and the ex So He's so, the the, from the Ex- five, from the nine. From Tim Daly's from the nine. Okay, yeah. so that's Pete. Yeah. Okay. Th- this is how this is how Cliff knows our characters. Okay. <laughs> Tay Diggs is from Daybreak. Yep. And Tim Daly is from the nine. And Cooper is from Prison Break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's how he knows the men. And Violet is from Judging and Amy. Judging Amy. And obviously uh, Addison, Addison is from just Grace. Addison. So. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and and it used to be that Naomi was from uh, Alias, Alias, and but, then yeah. now Mark Tafoya tells me that it's some girl from Broadway that she's like really popular. She is, she is, and I, I've been really pleased with this actress. I, I mean, I, I like her too. She's I, got I some like cool her. evil eyes. She really does. I love. They I need to write everything she knows. No doubt. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, back to Pete. All right, Pete. back to Pete. Tim Daly, got it. Yep. Okay. Um. Herb man. Herb man. <laughs> I love how everybody thinks he's a quack. <laughs> it's just everybody's holistic you know, man. Yeah. Um, but dealing with this this teenager who has put so much time and effort into a sport. Time and effort into a sport. Okay. Are you following? I, me? I am now because I was like so wanting to tell you something else that is totally unrelated to. Okay. Well, write this. it down. You write know, it down. Honey, just remember, honey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sure. explain and, and, and very good. 
There you go. Anyway, this this girl who has really has nothing else. She has no family. Um, her coach says that he's pretty much raised her. Um, the gladiator. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I'm totally not tracking with you. I'm in my own little universe over here. <laughs> okay, gladiator. That's all you mm. need to know. Cowboy. Cowboy, gladiator, showerhead. I mean, does it get any better than Itch. that? <laughs> we, I, you know what? I'd love to do, Stephanie. You are so taking this show downhill. I know. Well, hold on. Listen, I would love to try this one time. Okay. I'd love to just watch this episode. Watch an episode <laughs> of of um, private practice and write down words and just to come and share. No, well, not write down anything. <laughs> but what we would do is we would we would actually have a conversation back and forth about the entire episode. However, we're each we have to take turns and we only get to say one, one word. word each. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's try it. Let's try to explain this episode. Showerhead. Hot. Cowboy. <laughs> Pain. Pill. Disengage. Good one. <laughs> okay. Not working. No, enough said. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. We'd, I, I'd have to know that we were going to do that to pick out better words. Because I could so pick out some really good, really good lines. Um, But he totally digs that Addison is fantasizing about him. And I think when he came into her office there at the end, like... He thought that it was going to work to his advantage. You think so? Yeah. Well, hello. He's a man, right? Well, t- hello. And, uh, she is an evil woman for what she had done to I him. I really, I do. I think she was a little evil at that point. But um, but she she doesn't want another one night stand. If she wanted that, she would have just, you know, <coughs> stayed back at Seattle and kept meeting with Alex and Mark. But, yeah. um, but she wants more. More. And, uh... And so, I think it's cool that that she didn't, you know, that she hasn't gone there yet with him. But she, I'm sorry, she she had gone there. She just disengaged. So, disengaged? Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was cool. Anyway. <laughs> but I'm a mean, spiteful woman too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh... Not afraid to be honest. So... So I think that was uh, that episode, right? Yeah, that that was a, still it's it's a great show. I absolutely love this show. I do too. Because you know we started out the season thinking that um, okay, so we're gonna do this podcast, we're gonna start this podcast, we're gonna watch this show, but you know clearly knowing that we weren't gonna if we didn't like it, we wouldn't watch it, and it's fastly becoming one of my favorite shows. So great episode, can't yeah. wait to watch next week. Yeah, so now I'm going to already have to hit replay on this music here. Sorry. Well, I stopped talking in plenty enough time for you to be finished. Well, I wanted to do our new tagline. Uh-oh. You weren't setting up the tagline. I forgot about the tagline. Tagline, yeah. schmagline. No, seriously, this, the tagline is what we're all about now. Uh, okay. Ah, join the community, whatever. You can't even say it without stuttering. Blah, 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 blah. All right, finish up. You're going to have to play it again. Oh. <laughs> so until next time, join, join the, the community, community at gspn.tv slash forum. <laughs> <laughs>